Hey everybody, Chris here. You may know us these days as the Personal Injury Mastermind, but you've discovered our roots when we first started as the Rankings Podcast. I'm glad you're here. Over the years and hundreds of episodes, we've expanded our reach while staying true to our mission. We help you and your firm dominate the competition with insights from some of the best in the legal industry. You may notice that these older episodes sound a bit different. That's because we also embrace change and growth. I hope you enjoy this episode from the vaults and listen to a few of our newer episodes while you're at it. Thanks for being here. Let's begin. Paul Faust's company is solid proof of synchronicity. 15 years ago, he would have never believed that a chance encounter at a softball tournament would turn into a huge business opportunity. I said, uh, what do you do? He's like, well, I just sold my company and I started this phone number company. I'm like, a what? Phone number company? I'm like, what the heck is that? And uh, we sat on the plane, he told me about the company. I'm like, my brain just exploded. And I wrote all these ideas down and he's like, you gotta come join me. Today, we explore the powerful tool that is the memorable attorney phone number. We discover why your voice might just be your biggest asset, why you should never use the number four in Chinese markets, and how the heck Paul Faust ended up on an episode of The Office. That's coming up on the Rankings Podcast, the show where founders, entrepreneurs, and elite personal injury attorneys share their inspiring stories about what they did to get to the top and what keeps them there. I'm Chris Dreyer. Stay with us. Paul's company, RingBoost, hooks businesses up with personalized, memorable phone numbers. That might seem like a kind of niche proposal on the face of it, but RingBoost is so popular that it's been included four times on the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing American companies. What we do ultimately is provide toll-free and local numbers, vanity numbers, easy dial numbers, tracking numbers to business owners all over the country. We just happen to have a lot of clients who are lawyers to help them get better response from their marketing, be more memorable, stand out. And then over the last six, seven years, also we, we added tracking numbers for people who were doing digital or certain mailers want to track. So it's all about connecting potential clients to a lawyer or a business via voice. That doesn't mean I don't think people should connect via the web and text and social media. It is another avenue that was neglected. Let's, you know, for our audience, and specifically, we're talking to mostly personal injury lawyers. So what would be an example of, say, a vanity number and then maybe a popular repeater number? Right, so look, a vanity number, whether it be toll-free or local, would be like a number that ends in, you know, hurt now, injured, mass tort, bad talc, car wreck. Think those are vanity. They're words. And they could be words or phrases. An easy dial pattern would be, you know, my area code 914, 222, 2222. 213-585-00-1010. Easy patterns and digits. And you can combine them. I have a lot of attorneys that'll get a number in their local market that's like 222 hurt. Something that's easy to stand out. You know, we see thousands of bad messages a day. So we need that just, it sticks in the head. I don't have to go look you up. Makes referrals easier. And quite frankly, the human eye will just go to it. Even if it's put in an ad on a pay-per-click, something with the eye going to an easy number. So let's... Let's jump right into one of the most frequent uses of the phone number that I see, especially when we're on the road. Let's yep. talk about billboards. Are you more of a proponent of, say, a repeater number? And I'm going to reference local. So we have Brown and Crouppen. They have 618-314-222-2222. Yep. Or something like St. Louis, would be, which would be Page Laws. They have 1-800-CAR-CRASH. 
do you see one working better than the other? You know, specifically to personal injury attorneys listening, where would you kind of guide them on, on that decision? I think both work and both have their applications. I think some of it ties into how you market. You know, if you super want to be known as the local guy in St. Louis, I am a St. Louis born and bred. This is my market. You might want to look at a 314 because it really says St. Louis. 213 says Los Angeles, things like that. But if you brand as page law, page law, page law, the 1-800-PAGE-LAW is a great number. I recommend having both. A toll-free number doesn't mean national firm. It doesn't mean I don't, I'm not local. They can get to know you from your website and how you talk to them on the phone. If you operate in multiple area codes, let's say you operate statewide, maybe you can't get 314-636-PAGE on every market. So 1-800-PAGE-LAW is great. There's also benefits to toll-free numbers where if something happens with a storm in the phone company, I could reroute the calls to another call center. You can't block call ID. So there's a time and a place for both. The only time that this is my personal belief that I tend to recommend digits over words is if you're going after ethnic markets, the Hispanic market, the Asian market, because I don't want trouble with translations and spellings. So if I have lawyers that go after specific markets, I might say, let's get an easy digit pattern. And then when you get into that, there's whole theories behind that. Like in the Asian market, they don't like fours. It's an unlucky number. They like eights. So there's all sorts of cool, fun things that we get to play with. But I recommend both and all. I think some of it ties into how else you market. Of course, the way we use phones today has changed. We're not on the rotary phone or we're not punching digits anymore. Yet, according to Paul, vanity numbers are more popular than ever. It's all about memory, ease of use, and getting that direct dial. Because if someone has to look you up online, someone with better SEO than you might just steal your lead. I think it's about like, you know, you'll see guys like Bill Matar, hurt in a car called Matar, just the fours. Like, and then he he owns what he's using, which is the fours. Other guys like uh, Elko Ohio use 1-800-ELK-OHIO. So there's, I incorporate into the marketing. And I, I'm not a marketing guy, I'm a phone number guy. But if your marketing is, we fight for you, we fight in St. Louis, we fight, we fight, then you might not want a number that's 1-800-HURT-NOW. You might want 888-WE-FIGHT. Or I did a campaign for a lawyer, which his campaign was, do you ever wonder why some lawyers get more for their clients? Do you want to know why they get more? Call 844-GET-MORE. So it tied into the branding. So there's a time and a place where it ties into the branding. Another time where it's just memorable. What are we seeing here? 3,000 ads a day, maybe more in this digital world. We're getting bombarded. I just want to give you that little advantage where somebody knows how to reach you. Or let's say somebody says, I need a lawyer. Paul, I was in a hurt, an accident. I go, oh, you got to call my buddy Chris Dreyer. He's awesome. What's his number? I don't know. It's Chris Dreyer Law. They Google you because they were in a motorcycle accident and they Google Chris Dreyer Law. So I told them to find you and they had to Google you. And right above you or right below you, it says St. Louis's best motorcycle or never lost the case. Is there a chance that somebody might call that guy too or fill out that lead form? So why am I going to drive someone to where your competitors might be? I am a huge proponent of digital marketing and social media marketing. Somebody finds you that way, it's awesome. And you should spend every dollar you can find and do it right. But if they find you offline from a referral, a radio, a billboard, a taxi top, a bus stop, why do you want them to go online to find your number? I'll tell you a great argument I use at conferences. I give them two scenarios. I'm like, I could tell you 10 reasons why you should have a great number. Or we can make this really quick so you can get back to the conference. Why not? We'll have a really short conversation. Why not? There's only two reasons. One is I can't afford it. Okay, but I have numbers that are two, three hundred dollars. Not every number is 10, 20, 30, 40,000. So we take the 
can't afford it off the table. And the other one is, I just don't believe that a memorable number is better than seven random digits. And if that's the fact, then I just haven't done my job, or maybe I'm just wrong. But what I've said to guys is, look, if I'm wrong, if, I'm, if Paul Faust is wrong, you spend a few hundred or a few thousand dollars, you have a cool number, and it doesn't grow your business. Oh, well. But if I'm right, and it increases the response rates by even 3%, 5%, something small, could that change your business? So if I'm right, it could be a lot of money. And if I'm wrong, you have a super cool number anyway, just like you have cool sneakers and everything else. I 100% agree with all of that. And it's funny when you're sitting here talking, I'm thinking about when I was in college, some of the jingles I heard on the radio and I can still, their numbers are just beat into my brain. They had that catchiness to them. And then driving in St. Louis, I can immediately just call out, you know, Brown and Brown and Brown and Crouppen because they have these like very memorable phone numbers. And then I see some of the other billboards and I'm like focused in. I remember recording a video and I was just trying to remember the phone number and I couldn't. It's funny you said that. I was at a a radio station talking to their sales reps and I said, look, I want you to, on your way home tonight, I want you to consciously listen to your radio station. Consciously listen, which nobody does. You're Mm -hmm. driving, you're talking. So when you get home, run inside, write down every phone number you can remember and we'll talk tomorrow. And they got it. It's just sort of intuitive. Are you in St. Louis? Yeah, I'm about 15 minutes away. All right. So let me ask you, have you ever heard 1-800-Flowers? Yeah. You know 1-800-Flowers. All right. So just do me a favor. Off the top of your head, just give me the name of two or three other florists in St. Louis. Just to, just give me two or three. Not 10. Just give me two or three in their phone numbers. I can't exactly. do it. Can't so do it. Like, Edible like, arrangements. I don't know theirs either. Right. So when you give a pitch and you're talking about what you do, it's very technical. It's meta tags. It's keyword density. It's algorithm. It's real. I could sit in my, excuse me, in my booth or talk to guys. And I'll bet you, you can't tell me the last 1-800-Flower ad you saw. You just know the number. And I'm not saying that's the end all be all. I am not arguing that phone numbers is a key to success. It is a arrow in the quiver. It's one weapon. And too many people look at the phone number as just a utility, like the light switch. I've challenged lawyers. I said, look, did you consciously pick your domain? Yep. Your tagline? Yep. Your social media stuff? Yep. Did you pay someone to write a logo, design a logo? Yep. Did you have a couple paint swatches before you picked the color paint in your office? Oh, yeah. But then you let someone at the phone company just grab the next seven random digits off the pile. To me, that is insane. Then why is your domain not www.xpqf, personal injury, not... You wanted something that, so it's insane to me that you would do all these things to build your brand and who you are, and then just say, yeah, phone company, just throw me whatever you want. Just pick the next one. And I don't get it. Okay, so if you're listening, you're thinking, yes, I'm in. I want to create an unforgettable phone number. Or perhaps you've always wanted one, but you just can't think of the perfect tagline. You don't know how to fit it into your marketing strategy, and you don't know where to start. Don't worry, I got you. I asked Paul to run through the process from A to Z so you can get it right the first time. You know, a lot of attorneys will come to me and say, I want to get a number. I want it to spell Zanuski. I'm like, you don't even know how to spell your own name. So I try and talk to them. I'd like them to reach out to me and say, are you local? Are you, do you cover statewide, national? What's your target market? Do you have a tagline? Go back and forth with them to find out what they like, what works for their business. Now, look, if you tell me you want 1-800 Zanuski, I'll try and find it, but I'm also going to tell you why I don't like it. And people think I have to have hurt or car wreck. No, like there's a very successful firm out of Florida that's asked Gary, but he owns it. 
everything is Ask Gary, Ask Gary. So he brands it or the hammer or things like that. So it could be a tagline, what you do. It could be your firm name. So I like to talk to people and we go back and forth, budgets, where you're marking what's available. And then I try and narrow it down for them. I like to white glove it. Like if people just don't want to talk to me, they want to go to my website, just search on their own, go get it. But I like to talk to people and I also have access to other numbers. I can be creative with them. Um, and it's a process to get them something that resonates with them. And often, at the end of the day, it has to resonate with them, not me. I'll give them my advice, but it's got to be more like, that's the one I like. Great, then go with it. You know, maybe with SEO, you hire one SEO company or you hire one pay-per-click company. With phone numbers, you can have one, you can have a hundred. If you don't like the one you have, you can get others. If you love the one you have, you can say, you know what, I want to get another one to test another campaign. So we can have lots of them. And a lot of lawyers, once they get one and they see how it works, they're like, I want to get another one. I want to get another one. I'm like, awesome. My product is phone numbers. What I really believe in is that voice matters. Your voice matters. Who you are matters. It's the greatest differentiator. You can't empathize on a text message or a chat bot. You can't, you know, oh my God, are you okay? Is your family all right? Are you in a safe spot? All right, I'm here to help you. Can't do that in a text message with my tone, my intonation. When people are hurt, injured, like most of us don't deal with this ever, maybe once in a lifetime. They want someone who could help that's going to take the pain away and guide them. And I could do that with my voice and just let them know that they're safe and that I'm going to do my best to help them. But again, for certain things to get information, your mass tour case, you just want to learn about someone, the website, the content you put up, the images you put up, you know, we all know there's a guy in the business, you know, the Chris video, he's exactly the same as I am. He makes videos, but it's all about telling who you are as a lawyer, why you got into it. It's your voice. It's not, I got 18 degrees and I get millions of dollars of settlements. I got into this because, and I play softball and I do this and I just believe in it so much. I don't want to be in a world where your bot talks to my bot and then eventually, you know, the world ends. Two people don't ever talk. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. And and it's everyone has their phone in, in arm's reach, right? And what's interesting about that is technology is in advanced so much where everyone's just communicating digitally in email and and they miss out. Like sometimes when you write an email and there's like inflection, you don't know how to interpret it, you emphasize a different word. And I think that across all industries, legal, mine, everything. I'm in a complete agreement because I think those soft skills, those the, the EQ, the empathy, I mean, you get that through calling someone on the phone. Driving the call is one piece. It is critical. And I will say this to every lawyer listening. You can get a great number driving a million calls. You better make sure that you have taken the time to train your intake staff, that they know how to handle a call. They know how to express empathy. And we can have the best number and it increases your calls 5,000%. If you don't have good people on the phone, you took the time to train how to express empathy, how to get through the process. That is one. It is a skill. And it's not for everybody. It might not be for the lawyers. It's professional. And that's one. And number two is a case management system or a CRM system. I could be the best intake person in the world. I could empathize with Chris Dreyer, make sure I know everything about you and your family. I've got you taken care of. I know, I know what makes you tick. I know what you like. I know where you've been hurt before. But if I don't get that information to the other people in the firm, who cares what I know? The other lawyers or, in, or professionals, paralegals, only know what they know. As Harlan Schillinger, our dear friend, said, you only know what you know. So if you don't have a good training and then customer 
relations system or a, or a case manager so I can pass that information, everything I learned to everybody else, you're going to fail. So I might even, guys, I'll ask people, do you have a system in place? It's not just about getting a number, getting some ad agency that can make the phone ring all day because you'll be wasting opportunity. I think that's a tremendous uh, piece of advice. I, I 100% agree. I think it's applicable to any business because, you know, you have your SDRs, you have your sales individuals, whatever you call them, you know, your rainmakers, whatever. But if they're not transitioning that data to another individual through the handoff, you know, there's a loss in translation situation. Have you ever listened to calls from to law firms? I've listened to the calls. Like when intake people say, you know, say, do, do you handle that kind of, you know, you guys professional, they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're pretty good at that. Like the career or, Hey, I've been hurt in an accident. Like talk to an attorney. And then someone will say, Oh my God. Okay. Can I get your number? Someone will call you back. The marketing worked. Chris Dreyer did his job. Paul Faust did his job. Your TV guy did his job. The call came in, this person's hurt. And you can say, Oh yeah, let me get someone. They'll call you back. So it wasn't the marketing, the phone number. It was, you didn't think about your intake process. Who's answering your calls. So it all plays in. I'm just literally like the tool. I could buy you the nicest car. You got to drive it and treat it right. You know, put the oil in it. So I'm just, again, one tool that's, I believe, never going away. I think there's a a revision back to voice in this increasingly digital age where you see funny commercials saying, yeah, I don't have voice jail. Hello, hello, press one, press three. I hang up. I want to talk to someone. In fact, I won't even do business with a website that there's not a phone number there. So I know that if I have a problem, I can call later to get it fixed. Because we all live in a digital world, it's easy to write off the vanity or easy dial phone numbers as a thing of the past. But Paul is passionate about the power of voice as a differentiator that doesn't just fit into your digital marketing plan, but actually enhances it. Now, while I had Paul on the line, I just had to ask him that one question that everybody wants the answer to. So I was at the CRISP conference, Michael Mogul's conference, and we met up after later and we, we were conversating and I went home the next day and I'm popping on the office and boom, you pop up on the office, the show, the office. I take a screenshot. I text you. I was just blown away because we just had spoke like literally the day before. So give me the recap. I mean, I got to ask you about it. So how did you end up on an episode of the office? I'll give you the 30,000 reviews. So my wife's family created the show. Uh, Greg Daniels, executive producer. Paul Lieberstein, her cousin is Toby, and he was a writer. I was on LA on business, on phone number business. I had a day to kill. So I said, can I come by the set? So they said, yeah, come by. So I spent the day on the set. And at one point, Greg said, you want to meet the writers? So they brought me into the writer's room. And it was just after a California earthquake. So he said, this is my cousin. He's a little crazy. Tell him about what you do. So for some reason, I don't know why to this day, I told him about another business I started called 1-800-PREPARE. So I built a brand around a phone number, 1-800-PREPARE, which is preparedness kits. So I talked about it for three minutes. And they're like, all right, you got to get out of here. We got to work. So I leave the room. Unbeknownst to me, BJ Novak said, that guy's got to be a character on the show. So he wrote a character called Cool Guy Paul, the owner of a disaster kit company. And fast forward six months later, I'm in my office in New York, and I get a call from Paul Lieberstein saying, hey, it's Paul. Hey, look, I don't know if you're interested in this or if you can even do it, but we wrote a character based on you and we can't find an actor to play the part. Do you want to audition to play the part? And I'm like, all right, where's the hidden camera? This is BS. But he was dead serious. So over the next hour, scripts came in. I had to read them, fed them back, blah, blah, blah. Casting, da, 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 da. Like, all right, you got the part. We shoot at 8 a.m. tomorrow, be in L.A. 
So it just was this, just me being me. And I was passionate about the 1-800-PREPARE business, but I always tie it back to what I do for a living because it wasn't the business. It was me and my personality and how I portrayed it. They audition actors all the time because they have to for SAG. They just couldn't find someone that was me, that was my voice. So they asked me to play myself. So super cool story, great life experience. I just don't run around talking about it, but everybody finds it. Yeah, it, it's amazing. I know I went right to Facebook and I was looking all over your Facebook and and I had to ask you about it. You know, yeah. I also want to ask you too. So you're a volunteer firefighter yep. and you study Krav Maga. You know, where, where does yep. the drive come from to constantly be pursuing these new challenges? I think life is not about building your resume. It's about building your life resume. I'm actually part of a program with a, a, a dear friend of mine who's one of my mentors named Jesse Itzler created a course called Build Your Life Resume, and then now another one called The Big Ass Calendar Club. And it's all about your life resume. We get one go around. Like as Jesse says, you're on a bus, the bus doesn't stop. So for me, it's not about things, it's about experiences. It's about trying things and doing things. So I was passionate about firefighting. I wanna do it, so I do it. I like Israeli martial arts, I do it. I love charity stuff, so I give back as much as I can. I am not trying to collect things, I am trying to collect experiences in my life and inspire everyone I touch, try new things, challenge myself, you know, because I think it, it makes you who you are. And, and I would caution this to any personal injury attorney, even if you're young starting out, working 47 hours a day, nine days a week, isn't going to make you a better lawyer. People are going to hire you. You have to find the balance of your family, your interests, your life. It will come across in who you are and why people want to do business with you. That's wonderful. And I think everyone listening is probably kind of reflecting on, am I just in the daily grind? You know, what am I doing to create these experiences? So I think that's a great advice. Everybody is. They interviewed a lot of wealthy people and they said, why do you work so hard? And the answer was, so I could have money, so I could spend time and do things with my friends and family. And then they say, what is your biggest regret in life? And those same people said, all the time I spent working to make money, I couldn't spend time with my family and friends. So it's a balance. And I think that I am better in my job. I'm a better boss. I'm a better person. I'm a better father. I'm a better friend because I live and I experience and I challenge myself and learn new things. And I think that balance act makes you better all around. So I just it's just a passion I live by. I even got my first tattoo at 50 years old that says, no zero days. Like, don't have a zero day. Go do something with every day. And it could be sit in a park and read a book. That's a no zero day. It could be learn something. It could be inspire somebody. It could be work your butt off. But I just don't want to have zero days. We don't know when it's when the bus ride's going to end. So, Paul, we're going to do, as we come to a close here, we're, we've got a new segment. It's a three for three. It's kind of Love a quick it. fire round. So kind of, you know, shoot from the gut. Uh, I'm going to ask you three questions. So I'm going to jump right in. And the first one is not going to be a surprise. SEO or PPC? SEO. Good answer. (laughs) Uh, Which entrepreneur do you admire the most? Wow. Jesse Etzler, one of my coaches. Changed my life. Amazing. Uh, What would you tell personal injury attorneys looking to grow their business? Learn from other attorneys. There's people in this industry who have been there, done that. And there's a lot of people willing to share even guys in your own market, you're not all competitors. There's a big market out there. Ask. Be willing to learn from other people's mistakes. Be humble. Learn, learn, learn. And when you go to a conference, 
you can learn as much from the vendors outside who often know more about how to get cases in market than attorneys do. So just keep learning, be humble, ask for help, and even your competitors will guide you because that's the way things are supposed to be and I encourage everyone to do it. Excellent advice there from Paul Faust. The personal injury space is hyper competitive, but as we prove every week on the Rankings Podcast, there are so many people with a wealth of expertise who are really generous with their time and wanna help. There's tons more information about unforgettable phone numbers on the Ring Boost website, or better yet, just give Paul Faust a call. He's at 914-200-0013. That's 914-200-0013. Don't forget it. You've been listening to the Rankings Podcast. I'm Chris Dreyer. A big thanks to Paul Faust for joining us today. You can find all of the links from today's conversation in the show notes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button to get future episodes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. We'll be right back.